Hey friends, before we start the show, I wanted to introduce you guys to EM Media and Video. They are local to Philadelphia. They are great for filming video productions for commercials, and they do audio voiceovers for radio commercials as well, amongst a slew of other helpful promotional production needs. So if you want to reach out to them, call 267-528-7890 to get your quote today. Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like cosplaying. Sexy, if you do it right. Today on the show, we are talking about mini-retirements and getting into a place where you're living mini-retirements daily, but sometimes we lose a job, we have big life events, and instead of mulling it over in a negative transition spiral, we can find a way to enjoy our lives in the moments that we have in between figuring life out. We also talk about breaking up with your cell phone a little bit, which is a preamble to another episode I'll be doing in the future. So uh, yeah, let's hit the button and do the thing on dopamine. Let's go. note here how you guys doing i hope everything's okay i always know that this is like an emotional podcast when i say you guys and i'm not just talking to someone specific because i'm using my fe and i'm talking to everybody (laughs) or i'm just talking to you you know whatever works it kind of depends on uh what functions and modes i'm in in the moments and what i'm bouncing between but you know it's whatever um oh i just threw the thing i was playing with i like to play with something with my hands while i record kind of just keeps me focused that's making too much noise i can't do that um (laughs) i hope you guys are doing well and uh today i wanted to talk about mini retirements and uh this is a concept that has been helping me understand uh ways to give myself a break i mean like kind of psychologically but then also in life and kind of understand that um You know, for me, for at least my personality type and who I am, I'm not thinking about life in terms of like, I'm going to work every single day the same way every single day until I'm 65 and then I'm going to retire and then I get to enjoy my life. And that's not that's not where I'm at at all. Maybe it's a very millennial thing. I don't know, but I've always been that way. Um, I don't feel like that was influenced by the outside world in any kind of way. I just always felt like. There are enough people doing the things that need to be done that I have time to do what I can do. So for me, that just means like I've got room. I got room to like take mini retirement sometimes. Like the first time I kind of experienced this was when I was um, 17, (laughs) which sounds crazy because we associate retirement with old age and stuff like that. But um, I was 17. I was working at Taco Bell for about two years and I had seen the movie Office Space. And then I had this like moment where I was like, hmm, I don't really need to work anymore. I think I was like bouncing between Graves 3 and Graves 4, honestly. But uh, there was this time where I was like, I don't need to work. Like, what am I doing? I don't need money. I'm fine. I'm just going to hang out at home. And uh, I, I quit my job and I was just like, meh. I'm just going to retire for a while, <laughs> like two years into, into working, uh, for a real job or whatever. And, uh, so I, I took that time off and I just spent, uh, months just kind of enjoying myself. I had some money saved up and, or I didn't really need much. I kind of kept my life minimal 
and I was just in high school and I was just like, I don't know, I'm just going to focus on what I need to focus on and I don't need a job. So I didn't have a job anymore. And, um, there's been a series of this in my entire life. And I think for me, it's been like some version of trying to get towards, uh, having my own business and doing things by my own esteem and feeling what that feels like and all that stuff. But the big picture has always been for me to have times in the year where I can take long extended vacations essentially. Um, but I'm really trying to integrate it into my life daily, which I'll talk about that a little bit more specifically, but really the idea of mini retirement is allowing yourself long swaths of time to be able to allow yourself to sort of recalibrate to life's transitions, to things that are going on. If you've got time to do that, say you've got like a severance package from a job or you, um, you know, you were let go and yeah, you have some sort of like, you know, two or three paychecks or something, and you can kind of live off of that. And, uh, instead of immediately jumping in and getting work done, which I understand is a luxury. Like I get that plenty of us have to keep working. Like, giving yourself some room to have that mini retirement where you can just enjoy life for a little while is totally valid. And I think it's a difficulty to embrace because we live in a culture that's very much hustle, hustle, go, 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 go. Right. And your value is typically associated with the amount of work that you put into society. And I think that can be a challenge for us to let go of that concept. And, uh, you know, I think this happens over time of practicing it, right? Like, taking time to not necessarily avoid difficult things, but if you're in a place where like, you don't know where to go next, you can afford to kind of take a break or kind of work in some transition points, like take advantage of it. For me, I, I had that a couple of times when I I've lost a couple of jobs, either through being laid off or being fired. And after those, I either had some sort of like, I would collect uh, unemployment or I had some sort of uh, some sort of check coming in the mail and I was able to just like live off of that for a while. Right. And I was like, Oh, this is great. Uh, I can totally do that. And, um, I just kind of lived off of it for a little bit before I started freelancing and getting back into it. And I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna start writing a book or I'm just going to go to the gym and get in shape and just get kind of used to enjoying life I mean, you know, go to the beach or something. Cause I lived in San Diego at the time and really just finding ways to enjoy my existence because I think it's really hard to find large swaths of time where we really get to appreciate our existence. Unless you practice it so well that you get to appreciate it every single day. It's not always something that we have time to like actively, you know, put energy into, right? Cause it takes energy to give yourself a break, <laughs> which is crazy to say, but totally true. We have to make sure that we're taking time. And, uh, because otherwise we get into like kind of a stress filled sort of go, go, go perspective. We're just making things happen because that's just what's expected of us. Right. And I think really the concept of mini retirements and planning for this is allowing yourself to practice internal pressure versus external pressure. What I mean by that is that often we feel that we can't take a retirement or we can't take time for ourselves because there's consistent external pressures in our lives, whether it's people, bosses, deadlines, uh, our own personal deadlines, things like that versus internal pressure, which is more of like your internal clock, your internal motivation of like, okay, I've got big picture things that need to be done and they don't, and I'm the one that's in charge of my life. And I can, 
I can wake up and take the morning off if I want to, because I know that I'm going to get a couple things done in the afternoon and that's totally fine. I'm not working a nine to five job. I'm not, I don't need to be at my desk at 9am clocked in and ready to go. Sure. For the sake of discipline. And if you're trying to hustle and meet a certain criteria, you might need to do that. But sometimes life doesn't require of that. If you have time to like work seven days a week, you can spread that out more where you don't necessarily need to push everything into a small bucket of time. Right. So that's more of the day to day stuff. But in terms of big picture, if you're like, you know, we're, we're trying to make a plan to go see Joel and Antonia of personality hacker, uh, probably later in June, maybe July at some point. And seeing if that's something we could do to like get together and hang out and talk and have some really great intuitive conversations. And we're going to get some work done. We're probably going to leave inspired as hell. And we're probably going to work on some big picture ideas and all of that stuff. But there's no pressure to. And that's the thing. There's no pressure to. They're not going to externally pressure us to like come up with all sorts of ideas. They might ask, but they're not going to be like, well, okay, you're here. So you got to be up by 9 a.m. You got to do this and you got to do that. And it's like, no, man, we're good. (laughs) They're on the same page. And uh, a lot of this was actually inspired by them, inspired by some of my own past, but inspired by them as well, because they take two months out of the year to go down to Florida and avoid some of the winter, which I'm is on some of my big picture goals. I want to do that more regularly, right? And it's a challenge to do that even if you're working a day job. And if you're working a day job, there's there's plenty of time to do those sorts of things. Like there's a lot of people who are not using their sick days to take advantage. Like if you're someone that's working a day job and you're trying to work towards building your own business and trying to get out into the freelance world and trying to manage your mental health in the process, taking those mental health days is massive taking those days for you to, uh, to, to just go on a vacation. And I don't mean it has to be a big vacation. It can be a staycation. It can be just being home and being a human being, right? I don't know why we associate being a human being with having to do something extravagant because that also takes energy and, you know, that could be just as stressful as working, right? It's just looking for another hit. And that's not, that's not the point. The point is finding a way for you to just be, just be a human, to just enjoy existing, you know, have a drink, enjoy good people, you know, stuff like that. Right. So the concept of mini retirements is all about making sure that we're instilling this idea of retirement throughout our life and doing that, um, not just in a vacation sense, but I mean, in a, there's nothing going on right now kind of way, like you're transitioning or someone else has got it or, there's something going on where you're just like, you know what? We're good. And I'm just going to go get a margarita. <laughs> you know, that's really the plan. And, I, you know, again, I've done that throughout uh, my life after certain transitions um, and in between things, because, you know, those in between things, when you just lost a job or you just, um, you know, something's not going right and you need to try something else and you do have the room to have some sort of mini retirement in your life. Like that doesn't need to be a time of negative self-reflection can be self-reflection, but I think we can choose to assign positive or negative annotations to those things. Like, you know, jealousy is an emotion, but it, we define it as a negative emotion, right? It can be a beacon for you to say like, Oh, why am I feeling that? Okay, what does this mean? Right? And you can turn it into an opportunity, right? So essentially, mini retirements are a way for you to take things that are transition periods, something like 
you know, losing a job, for example, for example, which is the persistent example, really. And saying to yourself, let me look, let me look at this as a positive opportunity to stop what I'm doing, to recalibrate, to figure out where I'm going to go next, to figure out what life demands of me, to figure out what I demand of myself of life, figure out if I have taken time to myself, is this an opportunity for me to grow? Can I ask questions? Can I go visit my parents? Can I go, you know, do something that the grind of day-to-day life normally wouldn't allow you to do, right? And just maybe you love it so much by doing that, that you become addicted to that feeling. I've had a few times lately, really in the past few months where we've had situations like the few days that I stayed with Personality Hacker and uh, Molly and I stayed with a few artist friends at a, basically a cabin uh, overnight. And it was just so great to have really great conversations with people, some good food. We had connections with one another, talking about life. And by the end of it, you're like, oh, I don't want to go back to life, you know, and you have to go back to life and do things. But I think the goal is to like inch life closer to being that, right? You kind of get these, these moments, these beacon moments where you can kind of live the reality of what you eventually want to be in some shape or form and kind of remind yourself of what does or doesn't feel good about that. Cause there were aspects of that that doesn't feel great. Like, you know, there were some of the conversation that I wasn't quite clicking with in terms of the cabin thing. And, uh, I think there are some situations where like, yeah, I like working and I like recording podcasts. And I think with the personality hacker trip, I think if we could carve out some time to do more like content creation together, I think that would be just as fulfilling as, you know, sitting around for eight hours on the porch and talking, which was really great also. So something to that effect is like, okay, what feels really good about this and what feels bad about this? But if you're like stuck in the rigmarole, rigmarole of life and just kind of going and going and going, you don't give yourself those calibration points to see where you think you would like to go next. Listen to the 48 Hours podcast for shocking murder cases and compelling real-life dramas from one of television's most watched true crime shows. Go behind the scenes of each episode with award-winning CBS News correspondents and producers in Postmortem, a weekly deep dive. Listen to 48 Hours wherever you get your podcasts. Inspired by the life of the savvy and ambitious Colombian businesswoman Griselda Blanco comes a new Netflix original limited series. Griselda tells the story of a devoted mother who, with her lethal blend of charm and relentless savagery, creates one of the most powerful cartels in history. Witness Sofia Vergara's captivating transformation into the godmother of the underworld. Griselda, now streaming only on Netflix. All right. So I think many retirements are planning for it or thinking about it is really a way for us to start thinking about what is soul filling for us. And maybe you haven't had those moments in your life just yet. Maybe that's because you haven't taken a mini retirement yet <laughs> and you don't know what that looks like. Right. I think in, in a way, many retirements are a way to find out how 
what our humanity looks like unabated by the rest of life. I think we're so influenced by everything all the time by wake up and make money and or I got to go and learn or I got to go and fulfill things that like there aren't as many natural opportunities for us to just think about being a person and what does that look like and really get to enjoy it. You know, I think uh, one of the ways that I started to develop a relationship, a better relationship with social media was through actually quitting it for a while. And I think some people do this and I I would maybe recommend that you give it a shot. Uh, It wasn't really quitting it. Actually, that's probably the wrong word. Um, I, I only, I didn't have a data plan for a little while. And I did that on purpose to save a little bit of money because I was trying to uh, grind a little bit because I, I was trying to live, I was trying to have a mini retirement. And and part of having a mini retirement was to make sure that my bills are as low as possible because you have no income coming in, right? So it's not about living lavishly and wasting all of your money. It's about finding a way to live by whatever means necessary to still enjoy yourself, but you still got to be smart about your expenses, right? So in that case, I was, um, I would, oh, that sounds so much better. Hold on. I'm going to move the microphone down just a little bit. Okay. All right. Ooh, that sounds a little fuller. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do that now on from now on. Um, whatever. Uh, so they do say with these like blue Yeti, like condenser microphones that you got to get pretty close to them. So I'm going to start doing that a little bit more often. Um, we're going to start doing a little bit more NPR talk and like a little ASMR, you know, maybe I'll just start eating pickles on the air. I don't know. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, saying I was, I was trying to like cut my bills and stuff. And in that process, I ended up getting rid of my data plan and I got rid of my data plan so that, um, you know, I was like, Oh, well, you know what? I'm just going to be going to Starbucks all the time or I'll be home or whatever. So the only challenge was that like, I couldn't use my GPS, which sucks, but whatever. Um, but for the most part, like I really didn't need my phone in most circumstances, like especially if I was driving and in my car, like I don't need dings and data plans and stuff like that. So it was really, I was going through a very, very active process, which I think maybe I'll do a specific episode on one day. I was going through a very, very active process of making sure that my phone was not controlling me. And I was doing that through managing notifications. I would keep my phone on silent, which I keep my phone on silent. Now I don't let my phone control my reactions because you get used to, you kind of become a slave to your phone and you hear it vibrate and you're like, no, I got to stop what I'm doing. I got to look at the thing. YouTube video. All right. And then you spend like three hours uh, doing something you were not originally intending to do, which is incredibly frustrating. So, you know, for me, I, I killed my data plan and I went on Wi-Fi and I just basically made it so that I was controlling how I was using my phone as opposed to the other way around. And I wasn't trying to demonize social media or wasn't trying to demonize the device. I was trying to just make sure that I was in control of it. And by having more control of it and having my phone in fewer situations where I could use it, once I started getting my data plan again, my behaviors around using my phone changed dramatically. There were so many, like, I don't really take out my phone when I'm with people in person a little bit more naturally. Like before I would do that regularly and not really think about it, but I feel like it's easier for me to be present as a result of having a little bit of disciplined training around 
social media and really understanding that like I'm not missing much. Right. And that it'll be there when I wait for it, when I, when I need it rather. And it'll, everything that's happening on the, in the world will wait for me when I'm ready to consume it. But if I'm not ready to consume it, I don't need to, you know, and I think that can kind of lead to so much stress in people's lives that we're not necessarily that there's a ton of information out there and negativity and conflict and arguing and stuff like that. But we're not really in control of it. It's coming to us. It's like being thrown at our face and we're, we're not putting proper boundaries in place to protect how we're using it. You know, when notifications come in and when we have access to it. So, I mean, it's not necessarily saying that you may or may not need access to your device at any given time. Like you could eventually go back to that, but I I would suggest giving that a shot because I, I think that leads us one step closer to having all sorts of mini retirements in our day-to-day life, because you get the sense, you start to feel what it's like. You start to feel what it's like to have people around or to be present in reality, to feel the world around you, to feel the wind on your skin, to feel what it's like to be a human being and just enjoy the experience of tasting good food and having better sex and really just living a life that feels fuller and you're not just in service of all of these external pressures, right? You're managing that so that you can better guide your life in the way that you need to guide it. So through that, we start developing this appreciation for life a little bit more thoroughly thoroughly, and more often. And I think that is when many retirements can start to happen daily, in some capacity, right? And making sure that you're giving yourself a little mini retirement at some point in your day as a bit of a ritual, right? Like I had a really good day yesterday. I had a really good day. I had Wednesdays are kind of my mini retirement day. Like you can even get to a point where hopefully it's like a day of the week, but, uh, and I know it's harder in certain circumstances. So, you know, uh, I know that someone out there is like, but I have kids. Like, what are you talking about? Or I have this, or I have that. It's fine. Everyone's got things. They got to challenges they have to face. Like I get that. That's fine. The principles don't change, but how you get there is going to be different. I understand. But Wednesdays are kind of my day for that where, I have, um, I have the car cause Molly usually takes the car to work and, um, I can now, um, you know, on Wednesdays I can set appointments to go around town, go meet some people, have conversations. I acquired a new client. So I acquired potentially two new clients actually. And, um, you know, met with a couple of great people. We went to the food truck rodeo yesterday, uh, had some green tea, which is not something I've had in a while. I'm getting back on that kick, which I'm going to make some more after this episode, probably. And, um, you know, just kind of really just enjoying, uh, I enjoyed, enjoyed the entire day, but then also I know that that was a very out and about kind of day and I'm an introvert. So I got a little bit of work done in that process, kind of weaved in and out. And I know that this morning as a freelancer, this is very much like a freelancer circumstance that, you know, I was able to just like take a little bit of extra time this morning, make sure my morning routine was a little stretched out and just like, you know what? I'm just going to breathe it in. I'm going to listen to a podcast. I'm going to put in some laundry and all of that. While it might not sound like a mini retirement to you is a situation where it's like, I'm not working right now. Let me just, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to do what I got to do. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to pace myself. And 
everything's going to be there when I'm ready for it. Right. And it doesn't mean you shouldn't be a professional. Shouldn't mean, doesn't mean you shouldn't handle your stuff, but that's the culmination of setting all sorts of boundaries for yourself. Letting clients know, like if you're feeling like you need some sort of mini retirement today, like there are most likely the clients that you have that you can say like, all right, I got to push this back today. You don't even have to tell the truth. You can just say, I've got an appointment. I got whatever. If it makes you feel bad to not tell the truth, you can just say like, I need to take a mental health day or, you know, whatever, whatever the excuse is, you can let them know, I got to push this back a day. And you don't even need to provide an explanation. Most of the time, if you have good clients, you can just let them know, this is the case. I'm going to push it back. I'm going to take a day for me and really enjoy a little bit of a mini retirement today and not even think about where it is that life's going next, right? Be present, be in the moment. So I hope that makes sense. The concept of mini retirements as something that you can start to exhibit in your daily life. Really, it's about gratitude and appreciation for your life, but you can stretch things out. You can be a little bit more leisurely, like, because again, you're not working a nine to five job if you're a freelancer. And if you are working a nine to five job and you have vacations days, take them, take a random Wednesday, you know, especially the middle of the week, like just don't, don't put it. I don't like putting it on the beginning or ends of weekends because then you're just going to end up doing more of the same that you already do on the weekend. And the point is like kind of disrupting your pattern, right? So if we put it in a Wednesday, you're just like, okay, it's the middle of the week. Let me, even if it feels good to just go run a couple errands and just like, but not in a stressful way. And then throw in something to do for yourself. Like, I don't know, go play mini golf or something, right? And enjoy yourself. Do do something you or take yourself to the movies, right? Do something that is like, all right, this is my day off. Like, and actually treat it like that, you know? Take a dare like a be like Ferris Bueller and and handle it, right? <laughs> you know? So and make sure it's like a regular thing. If you have the opportunity to take a Wednesday off every other every month or every other month or something like that, if you're working a day job, then do it because then you'll get addicted to it and you're going to start steering your life towards it and you'll find a way to make it happen in a way that's not irresponsible. So that's, that's that. That's all I have to say on that thing. So I hope you guys appreciated this episode. I appreciate you guys for listening to this show and all of the effort that you've put into filling my information into your ear holes. Um, you can, if you want to hear this and other episodes early, well, not this one, cause it's, you'll probably be hearing this on the regular feed, but if you want to listen to future episodes early, you can sign up for our patreon.com slash dopamine. And for as little as $1, seriously, $1, I would appreciate your support. You can listen to episodes early without ads and, um, you know, get this, uh, five days early. Yeah. I post these on Thursdays or Fridays. Whenever I record them, I post them onto the Patreon page and you can listen to them early and in advance, um, without ads for as simple as $1 dropped my thing. So, <laughs> um, so that's it. Hit me up at let's go see notes on all the social channels. Uh, Molly and I are also starting an Instagram incubator. So if you're attempting to be an influencer in your field in some sort of way or a coach or something like that, and you want to build your presence on Instagram, we have this thing called an Instagram incubator, which is an eight week program, but it really starts by being accepted through our $49 one-time coaching sort of advice catch up. So 
Uh, we don't really have a name for that thing, but it's like if you want to get in touch with one of us, Molly or I, um, she is Hey Darling Rage on on Twitter. I am also at Let's Go C Notes on Twitter. You can message one of us, and if you want some help, we can have a conversation, see if that's something we can do together, and then sort of escalate and see if you need like the full package of services and all that stuff that we do. So that's something that we're doing, and um, I'm going to keep pushing Brand Blaster, and I'm going to p- keep pushing all sorts of other things that I've got going on. Um, but I appreciate that you guys are listening and supporting and all of that stuff. So again, um, at let's go see note, you kind of keep, keep abreast of all the things that I'm doing there. Uh, nothing else I really want to push at the moment. So that's it. And, uh, Oh, and go listen to personality hacker. If you're into personality typology or you're interested in it, they are good friends of mine. They're one of my clients, full disclosure, and, um, they are a favorite of mine. And, uh, they're, they're really great people. So go listen to that personalityhacker.com slash podcast. So that's it. Uh, I will catch you guys on the flip side and take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, bye. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to dopamine and providing your support for this show. I really, really appreciate it. If you really love this show, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher to show some love for the podcast. You can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses. But um, with that, we'll catch you next time. See you guys later. a reminder for you guys to go check out em media and video by calling 267-528-7890 they are a way for you to do cheap commercial production uh, for video and for audio they do voiceovers and can help you get into the market so they primarily work in philadelphia but they can help you anywhere across the country so again 267-528-7890 to get your quote today see you guys Thank you.